Welcome to the 287th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with Nandi Taylor, author of the novel Given. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Nandi Taylor. Taylor's debut novel, Given, has just been published. Nandi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Great. Well, can you read the first couple of pages of your new novel, Given? Yeah, I sure can. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Yeni made her decision as her cousin slithered through the grass like log snakes, hemming the creature in from all sides. They would hate her for this. She pulled energy through her focus room, a band of white painted across her eyes, and felt its warm tingle on her skin as it sharpened her vision. A head that ne shimmered in the sunlight, the black hair of its haunches flashing blue, then green, then gold. It grazed, its graceful neck bent forward, and its tall horns curved and gleaming like blackwood. Four long legs, suited to loping sprints, disappeared into the tall grass. Such a gorgeous animal. Small wonder her cousins wanted to skin it, put its head on display, and make a cape of its pelt. But Ned were highly intelligent. It was rare to see more than one or two at a time, and the scholars theorized that they sacrificed themselves to draw predators away from the main herd. In fact, Yeni was certain it knew they were there. At any moment, it would draw on Ache, the divine energy that ran through all things and put on a magical burst of speed to dart away. She planned to help it escape. Yeni heard a bird trill, high and sweet, and recognized it as the signal that one of her cousins, or perhaps her younger brother, was in place. Another bird call, and another. They would not attack with fire. That would singe the creature's hide. No. They would chase the poor thing this way and that until they could catch it, and then someone would snap its neck with their bare hands, if she let them. Yeni moved through the glass clumsily, causing it to shake and shiver around her. The formation was still incomplete. Run, she thought desperately. As if it had hurt her, the creature took off, its legs glowing with Ache as it galloped through the tall grass. Yeni flared the speed runes on her thighs and calves, relishing the familiar warmth of energy coursing through her and shot after it. Two of her cousins jumped up out of the grass. Weh! Weh! they shouted, waving their arms. The Ned zipped right where her younger brother Jumi kept pace, his, reins, his runes blazing blue right on his dark skin. He dove, arms wide, to tackle the Ned, but it slipped free and left him tumbling. Yeni grinned until she realized the creature now ran right at her. If she scared it, it would turn tail and head straight for her cousin, Arige. He would no doubt catch it, and then... Yeni sprang out of the path of the runaway neck, flattening herself to the grass. The ground vibrated as it thundered past, and she heard her cousin let out a frustrated curse. Mothers and fathers, it escaped into the forest, we'll never find it now. Standing, Yeni brushed herself off while mentally tensing against the tyrant to come. She did feel a small stab of guilt for ruining the hunt, but it was her last trip for a long while to come, and she refused to taint the memory. The pale grass of the plain against the soft blue of the sky, with the tang of the beautiful animal's red blood. When Yeni looked up, the others, all eight of them, stood across from her with their eyes glittering in accusation under their white focus runes. Why didn't you chase it toward us? Adeige demanded. Yeni stood straighter, raising her chin to meet his gaze, saying nothing. But her cousin was too far gone in his irritation to afford her proper respect. You let it escape on purpose, didn't you? Probably due to some foolish notion of it being too pretty to kill. He threw up his hands. This is why I dislike hunting with women. He kicked at the grass like a petulant child. Ah, 
It wasn't me who let it escape, cried Adeige's younger sister. She looked like a feminine version of him, right down to the fire in her eyes. Don't lump us together. A second later, she sent Yenny a frightened glance before fixing her gaze on the ground. Yenny huffed. It was one thing to bring down a boar for a feast or defend a village from a, back, a pack of emboldened hyenas. But rare and intelligent creatures, especially those that could channel Ache, had always been Yeni's weakness. Though she loved to encounter such animals in the wild, to stalk and study them, she was loath to kill them. Yes, I found it beautiful, as did you, which is why you wanted to capture it. And now it's gone, Adeige shouted. I don't know who you think you are. Her temper flared hot in her face. I am Yeni Ajanifemika Yerba, and you do well to remember that. Adeike and the others bowed their heads, all except her brother, and Yeni winced. She promised herself she would use her prowess as a tracker, not her title, to win their respect. But pig-headed Adeike always got under her skin. Let's return, she said, and before anyone could answer, she turned and pulled Ache through her speed runes, dashing toward the white houses of the city and the gleaming gold palace perched on top of the hill. Great. Well, if someone listening hasn't heard about Given yet, how would you describe your debut novel? Mm. Okay, so Given is the story of Yeni, who is an island princess. Um, her father is very sick, and she is uh, determined to go on a journey to, to try and save him um, to the neighboring empire, where uh, they've heard that a similar illness has uh, taken hold. And so it's about how she goes abroad and uh, her experiences when she enrolls in a magical academy um, in that neighboring empire. She faces things like culture shock, prejudice, but uh, she also encounters this kind of arrogant, brash, shape-shifting dragon named Weish, who immediately claims that they are given or destined soulmates. And uh, that goes about as well for Mr. Dragon as you would expect it to. Um, so all in all, I would describe this uh, primarily as a fantasy romance, but it's also got themes of kind of coming of age uh, and growing up. And do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing Given? Uh, so I've always said it came a lot from my own experiences as a foreigner living um, abroad. I lived in Tokyo, Japan for a few years, and it was the best experience of my life. It really was great, um, but it did come with its share of microaggressions um, and things like people assuming they they knew me just based on um, what they know knew about Black people from media. And and um, a lot of what I went through are things that uh, Yeni faces in the book. For example, people wanting to touch her hair and her feeling vaguely uncomfortable with that because she's come she comes from a homogenous culture she um she's never had anyone like oh can i touch your hair because everyone had the same hair you know mm -hmm. um and so that's just one example of kind of these microaggressions that i face that yeni also faces in the book well i know that this um that given what you originally published on wattpad um I did, yes. and and now it's being published can can you kind of explain for the listeners how wattpad works and I was curious, like, what was your decision to to um, to do that? Mm -hmm. So, if I were to describe Wattpad, I would I would call it maybe like a YouTube for books. Um, basically, anyone can put anything they write up there. You'll find a lot of fan fiction, but you'll also find some original books too, and a lot of authors who are just trying to gain a readership um, online. And so I, that was my intent when I put Given Up. Um, the readership on Wattpad is, uh, 
I'd say heavily skews toward women age 13 to 35, maybe. And that was pretty much the core, the core audience for, for something like Gibbon, which is a fantasy romance. So I, I thought that it would probably do well there. Um, it's far exceeded my expectations uh, as in now that it's, you know, published and on bookshelves, but um, that was why I started posting to pop Wattpad. I wanted to kind of gain an audience, um, also gain a community as well. Like the comments from readers really have helped shape um, the final product of the book. And so how did that work? Were you, were you posting it chapter by chapter as you were writing it? Yes. Um, basically, I had the first draft done, but what I was posting was, was uh, so much of a rewrite that a lot of it was new and um, new uh, information or new writing. So I was posting it pretty much as I wrote it, especially near the end. And, and obviously, um, given the publication now, uh, it gained an audience on Wattpad. What, what was that like of, of writing and knowing that there were people waiting for the next chapter? <laughs> That's both gratifying and stressful <laughs> because, um, I mean, knowing that people were waiting really did help me just get off my butt and write. Uh, it was a great motivation, but it's also, you know, when you maybe don't have, you kind of, sometimes want to give into the temptation just to throw anything up there to make people happy, but that's not why they're coming to read the story. They're, they want to read, you know, the best that you can put out reasonably in that time frame. And I was trying my best to update twice a week. Um, that didn't always happen, but um, yeah. So I think it was, it's great to get that feedback and I, I eternally grateful for it. It really helped me um, grow as a writer and see where my weaknesses were. Uh, but it can also be a little bit stressful. And did you ever change anything in terms of plot or character or any of the world building based on feedback from your Wattpad audience? Yeah, that pr was primarily helpful when it came to foreshadowing. And if people could figure out or see something coming that I didn't want them to see coming, then I, I would realize, okay, that needs to be tweaked and fixed. Maybe I'm giving too much away up front. Um, and also I would ask questions as well at the end of chapters. I mean, Wattpad, if you use it right, can really be a great, great kind of market research tool because I'd ask questions. What do you think about this argument? Do you think this person was right here? And like, it really gave me, um, kind of a gauge of how people felt about the characters. And so, um, just to clarify, are you now publishing, um, the book through Wattpad, or, or um, how does that work exactly? So it's published through Wattpad in two different ways. Uh, one is um, the traditional means of publishing, which is that Wattpad has started their own publishing house called Wattpad Books. And so Given is um, in bookstores in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K. through Wattpad, um, and in partnership with Penguin Random House as well in the U.K., uh, and then it's also available on the, oh, and it's also, sorry, an ebook on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, but then it's also available on Wattpad's website through their Wattpad paid uh, program, which means that uh, people can buy coins and use them to unlock the story chapter by chapter, which is interesting. That's interesting. So um, given your um, experience of, of posting and what you just described, would you recommend that other writers investigate and possibly use Wattpad? Uh, I would. It worked out very well for me. Um, it does depend on what you are writing. Um, 
like I said, that main audience tends to be women uh, 13 to 35, I'd say. That said, there are a lot of just core fantasy books with no um, romance that have done well on Wattpad as well. Uh, one that I could think of off the top of my head was uh, the Summoner series by Taryn Mataru. Um, that became a bestseller and it started out on Wattpad. Um, but it is really up to each author. I'd say it's great for gaining an audience. It's great for getting feedback. I think it's really good, especially for authors um, who are at the beginning of their career and are looking for a sense of community. So when you started posting, had, had you written an outline? Did you know where the the novel was going or was it more of an organic process for you? It was a little bit of both. Um, like I said, I had the first draft done, but it changed so much as I was writing it from that first draft that a lot of it was, in fact, organic. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so so what are you writing now? Are you writing a, a sequel or an, another book with the character from Given? Yes, I am knee-deep in the sequel to Given, more than halfway. Um, hoping to finish that up in the next couple of weeks, actually. Um, and it's being posted to Wattpad um, as I go. Gotcha. I was I was going to ask that. And what's the title of that? That one is called Hidden. Hidden. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so so given your experience thus far with with Given and now Hidden that you're working on, what advice would you have for aspiring writers who may be listening and interested in writing their own stories or novels? The main, I mean, it's advice that they've probably heard a million times over, but the main thing you need to do is write, write and finish a book. Um, I have been writing for uh, a good, I'd say 10 years um, with the intention of eventually publishing something. And not one of those words was wasted, uh, wasted because they all, laid that foundation for me to be able to write the book that would eventually um, be good enough to catch someone's eye and, and get published. Um, so that should be, if you're a new writer starting out, your main focus should be write, write, write as much as you can, learn as much as you can about writing and about the publishing industry as well if you're looking to go into traditional publishing. And, and what books have you read recently that you would recommend? Um, I'm in the process of reading uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama, which is great for um, just hyping yourself up and kind of she's incredibly what she was able to to accomplish. And, and at a young age is very inspiring. Um, I'm also reading uh, An Ember in the Ashes uh, by Sabata here, which is a, a best-selling um, YA novel. I'm sure a lot of people uh, would have heard of that one. Um, and then for my, I have a, a book club and I'm reading a murder mystery called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. And murder mysteries are always really fun to, to read. And I find them particularly intimidating because, um, like I said, foreshadowing can always be difficult, right? You don't want, it's, you've got to hit that balance of um, giving clues, but not letting people solve the mystery before you want them to. Great. Well, if someone is interested in um, learning more about you and more about uh, your book given and your upcoming uh, novel, where can people find you online? Yeah. So I've got a uh, Instagram account. Uh, it's under Nandi T author. 
I'm on Twitter as well, Nandi underscore Taylor. And then I have uh, my own website, which is www.nanditaylor.com. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Nandi Taylor, author of the new fantasy novel, Given. You can go grab a copy of the book now. Nandi, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you. Great. Thanks a lot. If you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to get more books into your busy life. Listen to audiobooks during your commute, while doing chores, walking the dog, or just relaxing at home. All you need is a smartphone and the free Libro.fm app. If you already love audiobooks and don't know what to listen to next, check out recommendations and curated lists from people who know audiobooks best, your local bookseller. Reading and Writing Podcast Special Offer. Get two audiobooks for the price of one with your first month of membership with code RWPODCAST. That's code RWPODCAST for two audiobooks for the price of one for your first month of membership at Libro.fm. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from Ad fours it's easy to install durable against the elements and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through may 5th and check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on menards.com save big money